We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. I mean, you guys are the best team in Chicago. Everybody knows that. We all know that the afternoon show is not afraid of anything, really. Yeah. But Afternoons on the score. No, you asked me the question, so I'm going to answer your question. So, I mean... For, for guys, there are guys that go in and like, hey, coach, like, I didn't appreciate when you did X, Y, Z. Or, hey, coach, I didn't like when you did X, Y, Z. Those conversations are had. But I think it just comes down to, I feel like, professionalism, there's a way to do it. You just don't get in there and start MFing coaches and doing all that. That's not a way to do it. But yeah. at the end of the day, we're both grown men. So it's like the same way he critiques me. Hey, Jen, I don't like how you're not running, not saying him, but hey, I don't like how you're doing this, I don't like how you're doing that, then I can go, in a sense, go back to him, whether it's exit interview or just on a Tuesday night. Hey, coach, I don't really like how we're not doing X, Y, Z in practice, or I don't really like how you had got on me right here. I kind of felt a little disrespected, da, da, da. That, that's two men having conversations, having a grown man conversation. So I don't, I, I can't just say, I don't know if he really welcomes it or doesn't. I would hope that he does, considering how many different players he asks for their feedback. The Parkinson Spiegel Show, afternoons on The Score. So that was Jalen Johnson with us yesterday. Uh, there's still no word on the status of Matt Eberflus or Luke Getze or when this press conference will be that teams have at the end of the year. They said there will be more media availability this week. Beat writers are expecting some notice. Uh, they're expecting as early as tomorrow, uh, as late as Thursday from the few that I've texted with. But obviously, it could stretch till Friday. I'd be shocked if it doesn't happen this week. I'd be personally offended uh, if it happened on Friday, given that we're doing the show from Cubs convention. That would really, really be inconvenient for us uh, if, if that's how it ended up going down. But we are waiting for word on this. And the longer it goes, I'll be honest, as someone who is advocating for more wholesale change than conventional wisdom seems to uh, be indicating that they're heading towards, I'm getting more and more optimistic that they're going to do it. Really? Well, yeah. More I mean, optimistic. Me, me personally. Like, mm-hmm. the longer it takes, it feels like maybe the more deliberations are being had on changes. Now, you could say, no, it's about being thorough and deliberate and messaging and making calls uh, on Harbaugh, getting told no, that the Bears aren't going to meet his price, and mm-hmm. then they'll run it back, or whatever the case may be. But I I think the longer it takes, the better the chances are that there is something uh, coming that we're not expecting. Well, interesting. I, You know, it, it, we, we've had the chance along the way as we're trying to learn about the relationships and learn about the belief of these players in those coaches and – you know, all these exit interviews are an opportunity for Ryan Poles to learn it. We've heard from a bunch of them in ways that make you realize, yeah, there's some issues 
some some issues here. And the Jalen thing with Eberflus is really interesting to me because we remember back in the beginning when he wasn't running with the ones and just the other day in his final post game, Eberflus said, yeah, Jalen's been good. And he bought into our system. So when we asked Jalen about it yesterday and he gave us that answer, he paused and said, hey, you know, here's an opportunity for a moment of clarity. Like there was clearly something that had gone on with him and how he feels about the defense. And I think as we as a station have talked to Jalen and Jaquan Brisker, we've learned more, and that continued today to me in terms of what we have learned. Yeah, well, because Jalen was talking about, hey, if the team runs a bunch of jet motions, like, we should practice more against jet motion. And it was like, you're not you're not doing that already? That's a little concerning, mm-hmm. you know? And so that was a piece of feedback that he offered up to us. But that was only after long deliberation when he was trying to decide which thing he was going to share. What to share, right. Yeah. Now, this was... Jaquan Brisker with Dan and Lawrence earlier today, specifically on the defensive game plan against Green Bay. And it was brought about by his trash talk about the Green Bay receivers. Yes. Why were you trash talking the Green Bay receivers? And his answer took it to the flus. Watching over film, you know, whenever getting pressed, man, or, you know, some coverages were tightening up. You watch the Kansas City, you know, game. You watch, you know, some of the Minnesota game the first time they played or any of them other teams and you just see a totally difference you know when their guys are getting pressed and there's pressure against sin or you know whatever that may be whatever coverage you know concept they scheme they might have you could tell you know when the coverage was tight that the quarterback was holding the ball a little longer and trying to scramble and made a lot of mistakes even the Giants game too from um, earlier this year so just you know from what I saw and then what I believe in you know our secondary that um I know we, we could have you know tightened up a little bit you used the phrase that we heard coming in too much room would would you have played tighter coverage on them yeah we 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 just gave him a lot of access throws as you as you could tell um a lot of it was really you know three step he was getting it out fast so they're really rhythm throws for him so um really just getting the ball out of his hands and then if not there was probably like two 15 yard catches downfield and you could and those were like match protect looks so tight end chipping you know montez and running back chipping also sometimes so giving him some time back there and and then sometimes he escaped the B gap. So yeah, you know, I feel like some of them maybe play man to man and you know, some of them, you know, may play a different type of zone. Do you say that during the game? I know you've talked about having a robust dialogue with coaches during the game. Do you make those opinions known and say, hey, we can we can simply cover these guys. Let us cover them. Actually, this game, no, I, I really didn't. You know, going to halftime, you know, um coach talked to us and you know, talk to the team and say he was going to stick with the plan. So, and it was a 7-6 game right there. So, they didn't really do too much. They they start catching on more in, in the second half and, and made some great adjustments and things like that. So, I'll say in the first half, when we went in, you know, it was 7-6. So, we had a, a great stop. You know, Tyreek had two um great stops to keep the tight end in balance and the receiver in balance. So, you know, I didn't say too much at all. The plan was the plan in the first half, and then they adjusted the second half. Man, yeah, it's good stuff there. And that, like, here's the, the thing: you, you you can have players can disagree with an individual call or or, or an element of a game plan. That's gonna that, that's gonna happen no matter who the coach is. Yeah, you know. So I don't I don't know that this is a, a huge indictment of Matt Eberflus. Well, to me, it connects because of this. He doesn't think the wide receivers are all that because he thinks the game plan was giving them lots of space. Jalen. You know, it referred a little bit w- with us yesterday that I know they wouldn't have caught some of those outs against me because he wants to be playing up on guys. 
And I bet that was the key to Jalen's needing to buy into the system because it goes with what the cover two is. I remember these conversations sure. very clearly during the Lovey era. I remember listening to them while you guys were having them. <laughs> That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah, because of those guys, corners want to press and be on top of the wide receiver. And the cover two DB coaches and DCs want them to play off the wide receiver and then attack as the throw is coming, attack the point of the catch, and maybe disrupt there and Force make the play. Force fumbles, pop the ball into the air. Yes. Maybe you jump around and get there, and you can have the clean pick when you're running into it for a pick six the other way. All right, that stuff. right. Yeah. And, and so that to me, it's the same the same disagreement from Jalen and and from from Brisker. And in a key moment when they looked bad, they looked the worst they have in the entire second of the year, half of the year, Brisker's pissed that they played that style. Maybe it was because Jalen wasn't there. Maybe that's part of it. I'm sure it was. I mean, Jalen said it. Jalen said, I think it would have been different in terms of like what I would have been able to do and how we would have approached the game yeah. if he was out there. Brisker, uh, they followed up with it a little bit later on in the conversation with Brisker and Dan and Lawrence. Aaron Jones was upset. He's a great player, and he's he's been great against the Bears for a really long time. And he, he said that the rent was due, Jaquan. He said it was due. Yeah, I mean, one of the receivers had 100 yards, and then the other one had two touchdowns. I really want to say that's a too much of a crazy game, you know, for the receiving core and maybe for that receiver. But like I said, 215 plus yards downfield throws, everything else was quick SS throws. And um, I could see if they were taking the top off, you know, of our secondary and we were playing, you know, straight one-on-ones, you know, all game. Then that would make sense. But, you know, playing zone and, you know, Help, even, you know, Aaron Jones getting a couple yards just off a of check down, just little things like that. You watch, you know, the other tape, you know, Jordan Love, he's trying to secondary, he's trying to safeties, he's trying the corners deep downfield. He's throwing, he's, you know, throwing shots downfield. You watch our game, he's not doing any of that. It's just, you know, quick game, three-step, throwing it to the field, um, throwing check down, escaping the pocket, things like that. Um, so it is what it is. <laughs> Prisker wouldn't let it go, man. A lot of frustration. A lot of frustration. And, and, and he, there's, there's also an online component to this, in my opinion. Yes. He's been getting dragged online. Grody told us about it yesterday. He tweeted the quotes out of him calling out the Packers players before the game. Then Aaron Jones and a bunch of Packers people retweeted it. Then he retweeted it. And I know uh -huh. that sounds ridiculous to a huge percentage of our audience. But these guys, we live in our phones. And it's hard. So it's like he's like, damn, I think I'm right and they got away with it because we didn't play a coverage that I want to play, and it pisses me off. And not only did we lose the game, but I'm also dealing with it in my phone. And we're better than you. Coach yeah. didn't put us in a position to show that we're better than you. Yeah. So it, it's, it, it's an interesting interesting disagreement in terms of Eberflus, this is what you are there for, is defensive mindset, game plan, and connecting with your players. And here are your players voicing at the end of the year that in the biggest game uh, against Green Bay, they didn't agree with what you were doing. When Jalen's was like a macro thing. Like he wasn't talking about jet actions for right. the Packers game. He was just talking about that as an example of we should practice more against specific things that the other team does, like Bernstein said in transition, like scout team stuff. So if that is maybe a future captain in Jaquan Brisker and arguably the best player on your defense in Jalen Johnson having at least some issue with defensive game planning and preparation, uh -huh. if Matt Eberflus doesn't have an A or 100% or close to 100% approval rating in that regard, 
what would you say you do here? That That is what I ended up thinking about this morning as listening to Brisker. I, and, and I still, I disagreed with how fervently Bernstein was like, they're going to go in the next year with a top five defense. Are you sure? Mm. Like, you're, you're positive of that? I We just saw them play a game against the youngest team in the NFL and not force a punt. We, we, we have not seen them disrupt good offenses with any degree of regularity. I know. Well, Brisker and Jalen thinks that they were coached wrong. I, I understand that. But my point is, is that it, I can tell it will not be close to the primary debate of this Bears offseason because that is going to obviously center around quarterback and we'll see what happens with this press conference and coaching moves and all of that. But like a, a real solid like, hey, we got to change the mood around here, but still talk Bears. What should we talk about? Mm. Is this defense as good as they want you to believe it? Is one that I like. I'm not saying it's not good. I'm not saying it can't be great. I'm not saying it's not trending in the right direction and it's not encouraging. But they have not arrived, in my opinion. And maybe some of that is coaching to what these guys are talking mm-hmm. about. Like may, maybe there is some room here to acknowledge that they could get better there. So I think that's interesting uh, on the defensive side of the ball. So do I. On the offensive side of the ball, now. This is more post-game stuff that we did not have a chance to get to yesterday because Luke Getze has the lowest approval rating of anybody that we talk about here. Eberflus, Fields, Getze, of the main characters in the Bears story, he's got the lowest approval rating. Offensive coordinator Luke Getze and Matt Eberflus, the head coach, I'm really impressed watching the tape this week by Luke Getze, the offensive coordinator, second-year calling plays, and boy, he's outstanding coming from that Shanahan Kubiak tree. And by the way, it's Getsy, Jim. <laughs> His corrections are incredible. I, I wish that I could like make a mistake having a conversation with your wife. Uh-huh. I guess I wish my corrections could be as simple as one word. I wish you had Shane in your ear when yes. you're having that disagreement with your wife yeah. to help you make the correction. It would be so much easier. It would be a lot. It would be very, very oh, helpful. Of course. I remember 10 a.m. And yeah. it was just over. Yeah. Uh, Getsy, not Getsky. It's really 10 a.m., honey. <laughs> it's, oh, 10 a.m., yeah. of course. And then it was just over because he did it again. Yeah. He did it again later in the game when he talked about the Washington football team. Just his, like, one-word little corrections. They're so good. It's the commanders, Jim. Uh, com- com- commanders, Jim. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, By the way, right after he called Getsky outstanding, less than a minute later, he called Joe Barry outstanding. And uh, those yeah. two guys are, I, I was are wrong. struggling. I clearly was wrong about uh, Luke Getsy's approval rating. I forgot I forgot about Tony Romo. Okay, T- Tony Romo, absolutely. Loves the guy. I thought they missed Brandon Jones, the left tackle. Oh boy. <laughs> Whatever it is, Tony. Uh, million bucks a game. Uh million bucks a game. Uh but post game, Brad Biggs does some grilling of Matt Eberflus here. And the offense. Like, let's transition to this now to talking about Getsy. And lines are open, by the way, this hour. 312 644 6767 if you're getting worried uh, that there's been no word out of Hallis Hall on this idea of uh, where they could or could not upgrade on the coaching staff and if the players are actually totally bought in to what the hell's going on over there. But uh, here is the line of questioning as it pertained to offensive production and Luke Getzey. Matt, you guys added DJ Moore to the roster this year. Did you get the kind of gains you were expecting and you're passing off that over the course of the season? You're talking about DJ? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, DJ, yeah, DJ had an outstanding year, you know, and he's just. A, we all know that, but did the passing offense make the gains you would expect? Didn't. 
Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you know, when you look at the numbers, I, I would say that it didn't. You know, because we're at the uh, bottom tenth of the league or bottom third of that league. I think twenty-seven. I think it was last time. But uh, you know, so obviously that needs to improve. You know, um, you know, and the, the the passing offense, you know, runs through our skilled players, right? Which is Cole. You know, Cole had a lot. Of, you know, really good season, and so did DJ. You know, so we're certainly excited about that. Um, and we got some good shots down the field from Justin. You know, he, he made some good connections with. Um, with uh, DJ and Cole this year. And uh, again, we just got to continue to improve that. Man, it, it clearly they, as a brain trust, including Iberflus, they're disappointed in the offense, and they should be. He's quick to point out the bottom third stuff. And you could tell from things that have gone on all year. My, my biggest question is if Poles looks at this and sees Fields being held back by Getze or Getze being held back by Fields. Or just gets rid of both. Or I can get better than both of these guys. That could very well be the case. Like, Getsy was a first-time play caller, Mm -hmm. right? Yes, he took an interview in Denver for a head coaching job. But, like, first-time play caller endorsed by Aaron Rodgers. Clearly, Matt LaFleur is the brains of that operation, right? We've we've seen that with Nathaniel Hackett and now Luke Getsy leaving. The only thing that's been consistent in terms of offensive production off of that group has been Jordan Love and Green Bay. So clearly that's the brain trust of that whole thing. Then Fields, love him, whatever, you can do better. You just can do better. It's okay to try to do better at that position. DJ Moore, clearly not a big in- uh, endorsement of Luke Getze after the game. I think it's fine. No. Uh, like I said, it just come down to us being explosive on, on the offensive side. Uh, the, we got the players to do it. We got we got our quarterback to do it. You know, everything else just we just need to call the players that put us in position to have explosive down the field or catching runs like like we did today. So we just got to be an explosive team and, and not a team that's just behind the sticks. Man, he's got to call the plays that put us in position. And Chase Daniel earlier in the show. Talking about the offensive coordinator, they just need a coordinator that tailors to Justin. I mean, it's clearly not what has gone on. Th- that, that's like it, it is clearly it's not what they asked Justin to do at the beginning of last year. Then they pivoted. And then on the entire offseason, here we go, pocket passing, yay, 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 at the beginning of the year. Clearly not. They didn't cater to Justin and tailor to Justin to start the year. And, I mean, so it's so obvious that it's not what Getsy wants to do. He wants to, just like Matt Nagy, show his geniusness. And the question is whether Poles is going to give him a chance to show that geniusness with a new guy. But, it, but also, yes, I, I agree with everything. I'm, interesting. Ju- I'm interested in that. I, I, I Yeah. No, I mean, of course, it's a huge part of it. They just, nothing worked in that game. And I know the offensive line play was terrible, and that is a huge piece of this. But if you're special, you can scheme stuff and overcome stuff. You've got a mobile quarterback. You can move the pocket. People are saying, oh, they only threw the ball 16 times. Well, yes and no. Justin took five sacks, so that's 21. And they had eight rushing attempts for Justin, and some of those are tuck and runs. You know what I mean? They didn't run that many plays. Right, that's the thing. They, they, they ran, what, 41 offensive plays mm-hmm. against against Green Bay? Something like that? I mean, that's... they. they and they were three for 11 on third down. That, that'll end a bunch of drives. It, it, that that'll shorten your time with the ball. Yeah. So I, but it's just it's interesting to think about. God. They uh, people saying if you don't wait to fire your coach, you just fire him right away. No, the Vrabel was fired today. Yeah. We still don't know what's happening in New England. They haven't said either way. 
the Bears are, haven't said either way. Like they, This is still, they are still in limbo. Dan Weeder, who clearly is connected with Kevin Warren on mm-hmm. some level, has said to us in his last hit on Friday before the Packers game, he's like, when you guys are on the air on Monday, preach patience. They're not going to do this right away. They're going to be deliberate. So I'm, I'm trying to heed his yeah. insight there and say, like, it is still to me on the table that Matt Eberflus and Luke Getze are fired. I'll be floored if Getze isn't fired. One thing that's lingering for me, Danny, from the Green Bay game is three times by my count, the Bears happily on offense let the clock run down to eliminate the possibility of a play. End of the third quarter, two-minute warning, end of the first quarter. Three times they let the clock wind down trying to, what, shorten the game, keep the ball out of... uh, Keep it away from the team who never punted? Right, keep it away (laughs) from the offense you can't stop, make sure that you can grind it out. It's just, it's so frustrating to still have the offense where you're trying to run fewer plays. Like, you don't believe in what you have. How many times have we seen a good offense hustle to make sure they get one more play? Give me one more shot. Give me one more chance to see what I can do. And three times the Bears ran one fewer play than they possibly could by freaking choice, man. I want to be a fan of the team that wants to run more plays. I think that's an advantageous way to uh, to run an NFL offense. Caleb Williams, Ben Johnson. Shot on the south side, you're on the score. What up, Shot? Danny, you got to stop, man. You're too intelligent to, the, to, to do this to the city, man. reason I say this is because I've been here for 38 years of my life, and I've been watching the game since 92. We don't know quarterback. And we need to take a step back this year because it's such an important decision and trust the guy that's making a decision. And if we don't trust him, the reason that you don't trust him, because last year he missed and passed on CJ Stroud, which is possibly the greatest rookie quarterback we've ever seen statistically. Now, let's take a step back. Speeds, I want to talk to you. Mm. I want to talk to you. I just had a brisket for my boy Shane sent directly to me by DoorDash. Okay? (laughs) Unless they're not a sponsor with you guys, I want to ignore that comment. (laughs) What I want to say is this. Forget it. He's rolling. Comments about timing and emplacement. The reason we haven't heard anything is because the most important piece in all of this in the reflective mirror that we should be looking at is up in Green Bay. It's not Jordan Love. It's not Aaron Rodgers. It's not Brett Favre. It's the fact that they had Mike Holmgren. The fact that they had uh, stable offensive minds mm-hmm. that understand what offense does in the NFL. And not only do you have talent at the quarterback position, which they did, but let's be honest. Rodgers wasn't number one. Favre wasn't number one. Love wasn't number one. They found the ability in those guys, and they put a scheme that made sense and put players that fit a profile in it. Greg Jennings, they had legitimate weapons for Aaron Rodgers even before they had Devontae Adams. Okay, let's look at this team. Justin, we can do better. But let's be honest. There's only three humans on earth that are better than him. So let's stop reaching for the lotto. Wait, 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 wait. There are only three humans on earth who are better at quarterback than Justin Fields? Absolutely. Name them. In terms of of ceiling, listen, in terms of ceiling, your boy Josh Allen, which you love, is only because of statistics and because of the rocket plays that you see on on that other station. I have eyes. And then you can look at Mahomes. Am I wrong about that? No, I love both okay. of them. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Oh, okay. I'm, agree- I'm agreeing that Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes are better than Justin Fields. Go on. Give me your third. 
Okay, and my third one is the legend. And he didn't even play this year in terms of a Hall of Fame level. That's Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to give him credit. Joe Burrow's, not, Joe Burrow's not better than Justin no, Fields? No, not at all. And Justin Herbert's not better Joe than Burrow, Justin Fields? Joe Burrow walked into a situation where he was the last piece missing. And you can look at the receiver that they added Wait. afterwards, but he was the thing that made all that. They had the number one the pick to draft him. The line that was trash. They the had the number one pick. They were not a He's completed the team. Pick, but look at this, Danny. Look at this, Danny. They had an all-pro running back, all-pro receiver, all-pro offensive line, and they had they multiple not have offensive, offensive coordinators line. that were considered to be head coaches. What I'm saying is, there's an infrastructure around that guy. He's not up there by himself. The you infrastructure of the Cincinnati Bengals. Is what you're arguing. It's ten times better than what's here. No, how about no, that? it isn't. Because there is nobody in the city of Chicago in the last forty years that have been considered for office, offensive personnel positions after they left here, Danny. Nobody knows sport. Nobody loves offensive football here. Nobody. Who's been so hired away from the Bengals? What are you talking about? Zach Taylor is still there. They, 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 they hired him. They lost more games than anyone else. They drafted Joe Burrow, and a couple of years later, they were in the Super Bowl. That's what happened. Your boy, Nick Wright, spoke towards it about a year ago. Once they drafted him, he was the final piece before they started to ascend forward. Justin's been here, and they had they nothing in, Jamar in Chase. Wait, wait, wait. Shot. Yes, the you're a great caller. You're, okay. You're a, you're a great caller. Very much appreciate the passion and the prep. Thank you, sir, for making it. We've got to run. My man. 100. Three three quarterbacks better than Justin Fields? Yeah, it's a stretch. Come on. I will say come on. his point about the quarterback from the Bengals when he came out. <laughs> yeah, 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 come on. His his point come about on. the Packers is spot on. Goes with the Ron Wolf thing about concentrating on quarterbacks, drafting a lot of them Hire and player development. Coach. Well, and an offensive coach. Holmgren, yes. all those guys that left Holmgren to become coaches, Mariucci and Gruden and Andy Reid and others, and then McCarthy had guys and all those guys that left McCarthy to become coaches and now LaFleur has got guys that leave to become coaches and the continuity is offensive system and quarterback priority and the Bears have never learned from that. More of your reaction Josh Lucas in studio at 5 o'clock Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks tickets I've got to make a list here that's more than three deep it's Parkinson Spiegel on the score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.